Where are we, Matthew? Well, Cindy, we are outside one Great George Street in central London. Over to my right is St James's Park, and in the distance, Buckingham Palace. Behind us is the Treasury Building, and to my left, if I crane my neck, I can see a bit of Parliament Square, the Palace of Westminster, and of course, Big Ben. Now, One Great George Street is the home of the Institution of Civil Engineers, and we are here to meet Debbie Francis, one of the librarians at the ICE, to talk about, well, the subject of today's episode. Bringing you the stories behind the standards. This is the BSI Education Podcast with Matthew Childs and Cindy Parakil. Today's episode is on the standards experience. Well, Cindy and I have now come inside and found a very quiet corner of the Institution of Civil Engineers Library, and we are here with Debbie Francis. Hi, Debbie. Great to meet you. Hi, Matthew. (laughs) Now, Debbie, first, tell me about your role and about this amazing library. Well, I've been a librarian here at the Institution of Civil Engineers for about 17 years. I have been a civil engineer and librarian for over 22 years. Um, My role has always been to sort of take care of the standards, the British standards or uh, the ISOs. So I'm sort of, what would you say? Um, I control the standards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to ensure that the engineers are using the most up-to-date standards or, in some cases, um, being able to find some of the older standards because, um, as one discovers uh, in my role, a lot of the structures, infrastructure, um, they were built using British standards or, or, or standards of, of, of some type. And if a building or a bridge or... Any sort of infrastructure was built, let's say, in 1936. If an engineer is doing a check on that structure, they will need to use the standard that was used at that time. So even if it's superseded and withdrawn, it is still useful. So it's the best practice. So you're here then. So this library then, the members of the institution will come in and use this library and you're here to to help them? Yeah, I'm one of the librarians here. Um, We're a team of five and... Between all of us, with our experience, we've got over 100 years' worth of knowledge. Wow. <laughs> and describe what we're seeing here. It looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, because obviously this building has been here for some yeah. time. But well, you're in the main library here. Um, it's a beautiful space. This space was designed for the, the library itself, the contents. Uh, we used to be based across where the treasury is now and when this building was completed in 1913 this space was built for the library so all of the shelving that you see in here uh, came from the old building so um, it's a good way of um, recycling it is actually a magnificent space absolutely beautiful Debbie it's an experience in itself to be here Now, before our visit to the Standards Experience, I had a chat with Scott Steedman. Scott is Director General of Standards and an Executive Director of the BSI Group, responsible for BSI's activity as a global standards organisation and its role as the UK's national standards body. He has been Vice President Policy for ISO since 2017, where he led the work to develop the ISO Strategy 2030. 
and he's currently chairing the ISO Steering Group on Smart Standards, a subject we have covered previously on the podcast. I started by asking Scott to tell me what the standards experience is all about. Well, the standards experience is, a, is an, an exhibition where people can come and, and get a feel for what the world of standards is really all about. People think of standards as something to do with widgets and, and probably rather boring. Um, but actually, standards are really a consensus of what good looks like. And everybody's voice matters in, in reaching that, that uh, consensus. So what, what we wanted to achieve with this experience was to show how uh, people coming together to agree on, on good practice, what, what good looks like in a, in a company, in an organization, in, 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 uh, in government practices, in, in, in industry, to agree on that. And and how that feels and how they can get involved and how they can uh, understand uh, what we're doing in BSI. Now, the theme of the standards experience is the future has begun. Tell us about that theme. We wanted to create a strap line for the standards experience, which would attract people to the idea that standards are going to help us tackle the great global challenges that we face today. And as we were preparing and designing the experience, the different um, stands and, and and the concept, we were, we came into the COVID pandemic and, and we were reflecting on the way that was changing all our lives at home and, and at work. And we, we know that the, the digital uh, revolution is upon us. We've spent many months, many of us working from home on our computers, and that is transforming the way we, we live and work uh, uh, very fast. So we thought that the future has begun was was an apt uh, title for this experience because it really is about a new world as we enter the the the, the decades uh, of the 2020s. We're facing all kinds of new challenges, and the role of standards has never been more important in that. And engaging and involving people from all walks of life, of all generations, of all backgrounds in developing and building the, the, the standards that we need to address our challenges is, is could never be more important. So for us, for me, it was very clear, the future has begun. So Scott, you've talked about the overarching theme of the future has begun, but the experience covers a number of topics under that theme. Can you tell us about those topics? We chose a number of topics, some of which are work we're actually doing today. So on um, digital, for example, or, or manufacturing and, and construction. But other topics, we're also investigating questions that we ask ourselves about, about how to engage with people, how to get more people involved in standards making, the diversity of people that we have in our, in our committees uh, and groups to write standards. We want to increase the numbers of people and the, and the, the, the background that they come from because their voices really matter. We wanted to talk about subjects like sustainability and, and sustainable finance to explore the issues that people uh, have to think about in, in the great challenges that, that um, we face in the world. And, and the involvement of consumers and data privacy, uh, really, really important as, a, as another topic that we're faced with every single day when we uh, log on to our computer or, or enter a shop or, 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 or an underground or transport 
facility. Uh, you know, pictures, photographs will be taken. You you're, you're, you have to give information. What happens to that data? So these big questions of data privacy, we wanted to explore as well in, in the different themes that we chose. So it's a different way of looking at standards in, in this experience. And it's not a conventional exhibition where you turn the pages and look at some old worn standards from the past. It's really exploring the idea of consensus standards in, in a totally new way, where we're trying to see from a thematic um, perspective what's important to people and why they should get more involved. Now, in terms of the experience itself, what can visitors expect when they visit? When people visit the exhibition, which is in the library at Great George Street, they will come across a series of stands and they can interact with those stands by um, approaching them and and, uh, using uh, an app that we've developed, an online app, um, to to, uh, answer questions and to to think about the issues that are raised. The stands will perhaps play a short video and um, ask you to think about various things and maybe answer some questions which you can can answer on your app. And then uh, it may reveal some some thoughts and ideas for you to take away. So it's a very interactive experience. And we've tried to make it as exciting and, and visually interesting as possible so that as you walk around the space, you get challenged and you think and you, you, you can answer questions and then you can follow up uh, with the work that we're doing in BSI on these various subjects. Before we return to our conversation with Debbie Francis at the Standards Experience, a quick reminder that for more information about BSI education, go to bsigroup.com forward slash education. Do please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts and share us on social media using the hashtag BSI EdPod. And if you have any comments or questions about this episode or previous episodes, or even ideas for future episodes, then do please get in touch at education at bsigroup.com. We really welcome your feedback. Now, just on the, in terms of the, the IEC then itself, you know, why, why is the Sanders experience being hosted by the institution? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is the relationship, is sort of historical relationship with BSI that you have? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a really um, big historic uh, relationship because back in the late 1800s, if you want to put it this way, uh, there wasn't any sort of like process in terms of standards for like sections building brick making that sort of thing and a lot of the uh, suppliers people in trade were pushing to get some sort of committee involved in terms of having uh, standardization for the for the building trade so to speak and in 1901 a group of engineers led by Wolf Barry got together and the, the committee was founded and the first British standard in collaboration with a couple of the other institutions like the mechanicals and electricals um, came about, uh, which was in 1903, as I said. So basically some of the, our early founding fathers or our presidents, etc., would have been involved. It was about six engineers and they became known as the Engineering Standards Committee and then eventually became known as the British Standards Institution. Debbie, tell us, uh, when can people come and visit? Well, we're open Mondays to Fridays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
So I see that there's an orange line that takes us to a very fancy looking cave. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? <laughs> well, this is our conversation cave, if you want to call it this way. It's our media cube. <laughs> and within this space, we've got a, it's like a little mini theater. You can sit down, enjoy a video um, that explains what the future has begun is all about. But most important, it's also encouraging the visitor to take part in the conversation because we keep you he- keep hearing the word conversation, and again, it's the visitor being able to voice or take part in the thought process um, of being able to use the app to learn a bit more about what each stand is all about. And then there are various challenges when you use the app. There are various challenges that you sort of encourage to... to, It's an interactive process, if you want to put it that way. So, for instance, and we can make our way down here, the challenges, for instance, let's say for the equality, diversity, and inclusion stand. You are asked to pick an object that you use every day and then think about how well it works for you and how you might make it better. The standard making process, it's a living process because the world evolves, the world moves on, and a standard is only as good as it is for the moment it has been made. And that is why the BSI ensures that standards are updated or looked at every five years, if not um, less, to ensure that they are relevant and they are current. And the only way we can have this and ensure that it's suitable for you as the consumer or you as the person using it is if you can have a say to make that standard better. I'm just thinking, uh, Debbie, we've talked about this as a, a public event, or there's a public space, but who do we really want to come along and, and take part in this conversation, in, in this standards experience? Matthew, we, we, we want everyone to come in and take part in this standards experience. You've mentioned consumers. We're all consumers. We all purchase, uh, whether it's clothing, whether it's food, um, medication. So um, we may have... Uh, an idea of, of how we want things, you know, to be. What what best practices uh, manufacturers should put in place in terms of uh, with us being consumers. So again, everyone's a consumer. Um, we all, at some point, equality, diversity, and inclusion. That's a hot topic right now, and all of us are affected one way or the other by this. I believe that it's an opportunity to have a say, to come in and to to learn. Even if you don't know what this is about, you can come in, you can take part in the challenge, you can learn more, you may be able to have an idea that in terms of for a new standard and you can have your say a lot of people think that oh the standard making process it's it's all to do with um, professionals who work in the field and they know all about product manufacturing they know all about oh sustainability that's such a big word Um, even the, the the app making process oh i know nothing about that but guess what these apps um material that's manufactured even civil engineering infrastructure it's done for us the consumer but 
if I am the designer, I won't know how it's going to affect you if um, there's something in terms of, let's say, equality, diversity, and inclusion. I won't know how it's going to affect you. And this is where you can have your say. This is where you can say, well, have you all thought about doing it this way? And guess what? You as a layperson, you're, you've just gotten involved in the standard-making process. Now, now, how good is that? Now, Cindy and I have reconvened after our visit to the Standards Experience to have a little chat about it and to share some reflections. But Cindy, the first thing I want to ask you is, have you recovered from actually recording with me in the same room for the first time? Yeah, that's true. Well, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? (laughs) But having you sit across the table, I must say, did make it seem like a real conversation. How was that? in-person experience for you (laughs) it was great and we should definitely do it again 100 (laughs) percent. so shall we start by reflecting on some of the important history that debbie mentioned yes let's do that now debbie talked about the strong connection between bsi and the institution of civil engineers or ice now the ice is in fact the oldest of the engineering professional bodies having been formed way back in 1818 She also referred to Sir John Wolfe Barry, someone we've talked about a number of times on the podcast. Now, way back in 1901, two ICE presidents, Sir John Wolfe Barry himself and Sir Douglas Fox, called the first meeting of the Committee on Standard Sections, which became the Engineering Standards Committee later that year. Now, the Engineering Standards Committee itself became the British Engineering Standards Association in 1918 and then eventually the British Standards Institution in 1931. But the historical connections do not stop there. One Great George Street, the home of the ICE, was also the birthplace of the International Organisation for Standardisation, or ISO, when a United Nations conference took place there in 1946. So when we were taking our little tour around the standards experience, I spoke about following the orange line painted on the floor, one of the colors to guide you around. Um, And I think it's really worth saying, Matthew, that the visual identity and branding used by BSI in the experience is really quite striking, isn't it? It it is. It's absolutely excellent. I really, really liked it. Yeah. The primary image of the experience, so the seven dramatic colours, are set against an aerial photograph of London. So giving a sense of real purpose and positivity to convey the overall theme that Scott talked about of the future has begun. So there are six colours for different topics. Yes. So we have purple for equality, diversity and inclusion. And green is used for future working environments, which you particularly liked. (laughs) I did indeed. And we have yellow. Manufacturing, engineering and the built environment. And then we have blue. Is for innovation and digital. And I think we're going with turquoise. Yeah, turquoise it is. (laughs) For sustainability and the environment. And the final colour is pink. The consumer. Now, Cindy, I was wondering, of these of these six topics, which one jumped out at you? I think for me, it would be the innovation and digital one, because I think this topic speaks to the subconscious choices we make every day on our smartphones or other various devices. 
How do we know whether we can trust the apps on our phone to protect our personal data? It certainly got me thinking. And what I particularly liked about this stand is the interactive display that asks you to make a choice between two apps. So it really encourages you to explore the standards operating in the background to ultimately help you make better choices. What about you, Matthew? Well, I think you've given it away already, but I think it has to be future working environments for me. Um, I mean, COVID has had obviously had a huge impact right across the world, not only in terms of health, obviously, but also on how we've all had to live and work. And as we reemerge from the fog of the last 18 months and sort of free ourselves from the many understandable constraints placed upon us, it feels to me that we're really at a crossroads now. We have a, mm. a fantastic chance to really consider and think creatively about what we mean by working environments. You know, it feels almost like a once in a century opportunity for me. And standards definitely have a role to play in all of this. Yeah, I agree. And now to the seventh and last color, orange. It is used to represent challenge yourself, the interactive element of the exhibition. Neat segue, Cindy, as that's the other thing I wanted to reflect on, this interactive element. And I suppose it's the heart of the of the experience, really, and something mentioned by both Scott and Debbie about encouraging a conversation about standards. So whilst you're there and walking around the interactive displays, you're invited to consider the six teak it's easy for me to say, the six key topics and to share your views through a web app on a wide range of subjects and issues surrounding them. Now, these can include how standards can be used as a tool to address the sustainable development goals, how they can safely manage your personal data, as Cindy has mentioned, or as I've talked about, what future working environments should look like. Now, promoting participation in standards making is something we have spoken about a lot on the BSI EdPod. You need consensus from as wide and diverse a range of people as possible in order to make the best standards. You do. Now, as well as through the web app, you can also join the conversation on social media using hashtag the future has begun. Find out more at standardsexperience.co.uk. Now, we should say a thank you to Scott Steedman and also to Debbie Francis for showing us around. Yes, indeed. And also give a reminder of where the Standards Experience is and when you can visit. Now, it's hosted at the Institution of Civil Engineers at 1 Great George Street in central London. And it's open weekdays 10am to 4pm. And it's free. Enjoy. You have been listening to an episode of the BSI Education Podcast. Subscribe to us now, wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard a stripped media production.